Do you speak crowd lending? Welcome to our podcast covering the crowd lending industry. Our mission is to provide you with all the insights from this market and help you make informed decisions. I'm Gassen, co-founder and CEO of Acredius. We are a crowd lending platform based in Zurich, Switzerland. I'm delighted to host this podcast and hopefully bring value to all our listeners. Hi, everyone. Uh, I hope you're enjoying uh, your time today. Uh, today, I have a, a very, very special guest, and I'm uh, proud and happy to have him with us today in this episode number 18 of Do You Speak Crowd Lending? Today, we're speaking to a guest where in his region, they don't call it crowd lending, they call it P2P lending, which is, you know, <laughs> classic here. But uh, Deepesh, welcome to the, to the show. Um, today with us, Deepesh Karki. He is the co-founder and CTO at Lenden Club. Lenden Club is a leading P2P lending platform in India. Welcome, Deepesh. Thank you, Gasson, for such a brief intro about me. And uh, it's a pleasure to be a part of your uh, podcast episode uh, 18. Right? <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. Deepesh. So, Deepesh, Let's see, I will be of some help in order to discuss Hopefully, hopefully. But so without further ado, tell us more about yourself and your role at Lending Club, Lending Club in general. Right. So uh, basically, I come from a different country. I come from Nepal and uh, uh, we started uh, Lending Club in around uh, 2015 uh, with my football buddy. His name is Bhavid. Right. And uh, we thought uh, maybe, I mean, Starting a P2P lending platform is something that we could connect, right? It's something uh, that's quite common in our uh, our economy, in within our family and friends, right? Our parents do P2P lending to uh, people here and there. So, so the idea was quite, uh, you know, uh, I mean, quite near to us. So we were able to understand what uh, what we could uh, generate out of this, right? So we we thought maybe we should organize this market. We should make it more like. Uh, more structured. That's the reason we took up the idea, took up the challenge in 2015. So uh, initial days uh, went into building this trust among the Indian customer set, and uh, the challenge was quite uh, was quite uh, you know uh, fun. In fact, with a lot of hiccups, a lot of uh, ups and downs, but we went through with it, and then eventually got regulated by the governing body of uh, banking and financial sector, that is the RBI in India. Ah, interesting, interesting. So the, the, the regulator is the bank itself? Uh, it's a banking uh, body. It's not uh, just a bank. Uh, it's just like the National Bank of the country. Aha, okay, okay, like the central bank uh, of the country. Okay. Correct, central bank. That looks, that looks great. And, you know, I, I just read an article and you guys just uh, hit profitability. I mean, in the in the crowd lending uh, industry or the P2P lending industry, that's uh, that's a really great milestone. So, first of all, congratulations! So now you need to tell us more about that journey. I mean, that's the learning curve. How did you get there? What was really the you know the, the upside, the downsides, and so on? Right. So the very first idea of starting P2P lending was to uh, eliminate the way traditional banking works, you know, 
it's not their fault it's it's just that they wanted to be more accessible to the customer that's the reason you know they were available in every corners of the street right but then with the advancement of technology with the you know adaptability of the internet here and there right it takes a lot of time for financial institutions such as bank and the other big ngfcs to move into this transformation however for uh, you know uh, entities and startups like us it's quite easy to bring out new challenges so that's the reason uh, we we just uh, you know had to open, open one office just for our regular operations and then uh, the every financial transactions post that had to be done online so it was never a challenge for us we just were pretty good with our unit economics as well we can say that's the reason we were able to hit profitability quite early and we've done this uh, several times it's just that this was quite used quite quite large that's the reason it is worth worth mentioning in the media so hence uh, uh, you guys seem to know about it <laughs> And I mean, I assume in the market there are other competitors. I don't. This, I, I don't think it was like a, a very rosy journey, right? So maybe you tell us more about absolutely. Landscape. Absolutely. So, so like I mentioned, right? Uh, it's just that we are good with our unit on economics, is what I can tell you, right? Uh, so uh, <clears throat> from. Uh, day one itself, we just knew that uh, you know uh, our, our, we we had few motives, right? First, we had to make a credit accessible to any Indian customer sets. Right? If a person is looking for a credit of five thousand to ten thousand, or maybe even twenty thousand, or even a lakhs, the person should not think twice uh, before reaching uh, before uh, you know uh, uh, making a decision on whether the person should go for a loan or not. I mean, the person should have. Applications like Instamoney right at the top of the head, you know, to you know get the loan at, uh, loan approved, right? So that's that's what we work towards, right? Today, there's so many so many customers, it's wide range of customers, a wide range of salaried individuals in India, right? Who who just uh, you know have Instamoney just at the, you know the, at the fingertips, right? So that's the reason we've we've been able to make this loan platform accessible completely online, right? Without any uh, physical footprints, right? Uh, on top of that, we were able to build a good uh, underwriting, uh, you know, mechanism, underwriting algorithm in our system, right? Which is a partially machine uh, learning oriented, right? Because of which uh, we are able to reinvent the way uh, our underwriting works in the system. So we were able to tap the, you know, platform uh, default to quite a minimum, and thus we were able to increase the return of the investors. Mm-hmm. And third, we were able to convince the investors that. This idea should work because it's pretty much plain and simple. That you are giving money to someone, someone who has been underwritten by a standard machine uh, uh, through some experience of uh, uh, you know people who in the uh, financial domain who has been who have been in this domain for a while, right? And then uh, you know ultimately you're getting a return on a periodic basis. It could be monthly, it could be daily, depending on the loan product. So the product is quite simple to explain to any individual, right? We do that with our friends and family. Now. Uh, once this loan is dispersed, and once uh, you know uh, uh, an investor looks at their portfolio after a uh, after a year or two, right? They they were really amazed to see the type of returns that we're giving. So hence, with that, we're able to keep both our uh, you know uh, borrowers uh, happy because we're able to cater to the demand on time, and our investors happy because we're able to provide them a reasonable you know return of about twelve percentage plus in our in our platform. Right, so hence uh, we're able to generate a decent amount of earning for us from both the sides, and that's how we get the unit uh, economic. 
interesting, Deepesh. Um, so you guys do only consumer lending, right? Yes. Tell me more about what is what is how is it in India? I mean, are, are the majority of B two B lenders focusing on consumer? Do you have also SME? it is uh, yes it is bound by the law to stick to consumer lending because uh, I mean the lending is yet to be opened for the other avenues uh, so far, right? We are bound to do ticket uh, personal lending as now, but then that's a good area to play with. In fact, it's a you know uh, it's a wise decision taken by the governing body in order to let the uh, players not pay with a huge amount but then to try out with a decent amount of money in order to um, prove the model works right and that's what we all have been doing the uh, top performers in the industry have been doing and we've been able to deliver value so eventually i'm sure the avenues will open for other uh, type of lending as well right maybe mortgages maybe uh, you know any uh, uh, real estate based right or anything right Okay, 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 interesting. So, okay, so you in India basically you can only do consumer lending as a platform. That's clear. That's Correct. already a great insight. I hope for all our listeners. Um, so now, if you look at it from from this industry perspective, um, what makes it really more attractive than traditional? Than the traditional approach for finance, I mean, for, from the from the lender, from the borrower um, uh, perspective. Uh, see, in the traditional lending, I mean, the process is a combination of both physical and digital, uh, uh, you know, journey. Wherein uh, sometimes a customer has to be, you know, physically verified. Especially in India, I don't know what, how the scenario is in the Europe, right? However, here you have to do a physical verification of a customer, right? And there are so many touch points wherein a customer has to go through a lot of hiccups, you know, that there are interactions, there are forms to be filled, and there are so many you know, processes that are followed, right? Mm -hmm. With the introduction of, uh, you know, innovative technology used by P2P lending, right? We are able to, you know, with these entire process into maybe, you know, 10 to 15 steps that can be completed within five minutes. So that's that's how uh, fast we've been able to make the journey or the onboarding journey for the customers. Likewise, we've also been able to do the you know uh, disbursement process quite fast because it's completely digital, like I mentioned, right? I just need to have the banking detail of the customers verified at our end, and then ultimately the account can be directly credited to the customer's bank account. So there is no at such a digital inter uh, physical interactions required uh, for a customer. Interesting. So, also the infrastructure in India allows you to do that, right? So, I assume that the, the, the fact that so people do not need to go to a bank to get a loan. Absolutely. Ah, okay. okay. Absolutely. So, there are a lot of technologies in place, even from the governing bodies, right? So, we can do a KYC of a customer's digitally because there are uh, government databases that are accessible uh, through, uh, you know, uh, uh, verify digital uh, channels so that's how we're able to do the kyc and all of the processes mm -hmm. interesting and i assume mobile first right absolutely excellent excellent all right so i mean if you look um on on the future uh, of digital lending in india you are i assume very optimistic about it, right very much do you see anything, any developments that will arise? I mean, positive as well, huh? Only positive. I can only see positive, to be honest, right? Yeah. I don't see anything negative here. India is 
going to be the you know uh, in the front uh, front in, in terms of financial innovation and uh, digital uh, digital innovation in the near future so by 2025 or by 2030 uh, it's india who will be you know, uh, providing a lot of innovative ideas to the world I, the way i see it right as on today i don't know if you're aware of the upi right through which you can transfer money from your account to another person's account within 5 seconds if you are able to enter the amount and if you are able to enter the pin code on time yes sure. imagine how fast the technology is right you can't even imagine that within you know five blinks of your eyes you have your money transferred so that's how innovative india is at least in terms of uh, financial technology awesome awesome so uh, we spoke more here about the the, the borrower side let's tell us more about the investor side why is this mm -hmm. a great proposition for the investors right so uh, you know the, the invert customer sets uh, you know have a lot of funds diversified into multiple investment uh, instruments right they tried a mutual fund they tried a fixed deposit they tried stock markets right but then the returns in all of these are quite erratic and you know obscure uh, to a great extent right if you look at a uh, fixed deposit in india right or the savings account right it's pretty much comparable wherein the interest rate is between 3 to 5 percent in both instruments uh, likewise if you look at mutual fund right uh, it's pretty erratic and covid time made it even worse right uh, it may look uh, to someone that uh, it was giving a good return but uh, in the longer run i, I don't think uh, people are making good amount of money there right some it must be fluctuating between 78% if it is good otherwise there are people who, who are in negative as well likewise uh, if you look at the stock market that is again a huge you know roller coaster right i mean you need to have your entire uh, you know brain uh, and your, your your heart associated to it in order to do a proper investment there but if you look at p2p it's pretty much simplified right you know that you are giving money to someone out there who is in need of we provide an entire detail to that individual investor who is looking to do this investment and can this investor can now make an informed decision in order to uh, invest uh, before investing in any type of loan so that's the reason the product is quite simplified the return is quite a decent right at 12 percent or an average return is pretty good for any investor at least in india right so that's how the, the 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 segment is getting a good popularity as of now very very interesting um i mean just to give some perspective to uh, to everyone <clears throat> we are recording this um, uh, podcast today on july uh, 30th uh, we are around the world somehow in the middle uh, of the corona pandemic um, and I'm curious to know Deepesh, how is it today in, uh, in India and especially uh, how is the impact or the impact uh, the effect of this corona crisis on on the uh, p2p lending industry and maybe directly on lending cloud right so initially it was a huge shock for all of us it's not just p2p right I mean on an individual basis itself right I mean it was a uh, a, a massive blow right we, we did not think that something like this could happen right an entire economy could, could go into a halt right yeah. that was really shock, shocking for us but we did not stop there right we we, we never took a break at such uh, just to you know uh, mourn for corona or whatever it is right anything that comes uh, as a you know uh, crisis could also could also be converted into bliss, blessings right so 
we did a lot of things in this time uh, during covid right we we tried uh, first thing that we tried was looking to i mean trying to work remotely right that was pretty much helpful for all of us second uh, we tried you know spending a lot of time on uh, with ourselves so that we could think on new ideas uh, brainstorming on new new ways of uh, innovating this processes right anyway uh, we were doing a lot of contactless fund transfer right so the idea itself was quite in demand in uh, during the covid crisis time as well right so uh, so during this time we worked in lot of uh, lot of partnerships right we were able to uh, connect so many kind of uh, businesses as well in order to uh, uh, you know to participate in p2p lending in somewhere other way so so it was more of an opportunity for us it was more of a blessing in disguise to be honest so i mean we we focus heavily on technical innovation is what i can tell you as of now yeah. that makes complete sense you're not the first guest to tell us that i mean um, right. <laughs> it's, it's this 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 crisis i mean helped a lot uh and right. business that is digital i mean of course we would never would never uh, you know what that's 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 the beauty of being an entrepreneur you know you yeah. always look for an opportunity right you always convert any crisis into an opportunity <laughs> So that's how you must be hearing this from everyone that is coming to your episodes, even before <laughs> me or will coming will be coming after me. So true, so true, excellent. <laughs> so Deepesh, uh, you know, at the end of this uh, of the of the podcast in general, I ask one specific question to uh, all my guests because you know I'm I'm my by background I'm a statistician and an actuary, and I like mm-hmm. numbers and I like comparing things and doing statistics and stuff like that. <laughs> so actually uh, I am interested and I think also our listeners after the 18th episode I'm sure they are uh, what is what is your uh, favorite fruit favorite fruit yes wow it's mango mango okay yes <laughs> okay I I think you are also the first one to mention mango except <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I was just telling this to my wife a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. Thank you uh, very much, Dipesh. I think the right. insights you gave to our listeners are definitely of a great value. Um, right. You are our first guest from uh, from you know exactly from the landscape of India. It's very very mm-hmm. insightful and interesting. I mean, for me at least, to know that. you guys cannot offer loans to anything apart from consumers this is really interesting mm-hmm. here in switzerland for example right. you can do consumer you can do uh, smes you can do real estate we will be there uh, very soon gasan i mean it's it's just that it's not that right now yeah. but then those will be there for sure hopefully hopefully i mean it's uh, yes. because then the impact on the economy can can be uh, way bigger with that right so, of course And and funny thing in Switzerland, actually, it's more difficult to do consumer because you need a certain specific law to do it and so on. But anyways, mm-hmm. all right. Thank you very much again, uh, Deepesh. You take care, and hopefully, we'll be all safe after this uh, crazy periods we're living now. Uh, thank you to everyone who's listening to us, and I hope you enjoyed it. And goodbye. See you in the next episode.